hi everyone. Welcome to the Journey to Developer podcast. Today we have a special guest, Dr. Janae Walker. Welcome to the podcast, Janae. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. I'm honored to have you on here. Today we're going to talk about the blueprint of becoming a billionaire or in many ways, I would say you definitely have to have the mindset. So we're going to talk a lot about mindset and what you do on your platform. And again, welcome to the Journey to Developer podcast. Yes, this is going to be amazing. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. I am Janae Walker, and I am a mindset and leadership development coach. My new title is Coach to Billionaires. I've just metamorphosed so much just even within the last two years. My previous title was the leaders coach, and then God birthed this mega movement called the First Billionaire Movement, and he told me that I was the coach to billionaires. And so I spend my time with amazing um, entrepreneurs like you in the areas of real estate, coaching, even in law. I just, you know, I'm so surprised and in awe of the women that God sends to me. And so powerhouse women like you who are earning anywhere from six figures to multiple like millions in their business. So I'm excited about this season in my life. I'm excited about the first billionaire movement and especially how God is using me to birth a movement like this. That's beautiful. You might be one of my new coaches. (laughs) I love it. And people don't realize like you need a life coach. You need a business coach. You need someone, especially a God-led woman like yourself. Absolutely. Your ear advising you, right? Of course, you need to go to God first, but you need someone that can back it up with Bible. Oh, that's so good. That's with Bible, good. because all the craziness <laughs> that's it's on the crazy. internet, like, yes. it's just nuts. You have people teaching all kind of new age crap. And we, talk, we talked about that last season on the podcast. We didn't really focus a whole episode on it, but we talked about it because, I mean, even the people I started coaching, they were into like tarot cards and I'm just like, oh, hold it, hold it now. Right, right. Pump your brakes. <laughs> yeah, we, you, it, it made me really realize, and now I'm even thinking about rebranding my brand only for Christians, and I'm not trying to go there, but I might, I might have to, especially for one-on-one coaching clients, because mm-hmm. people are into every and anything. Anything that's going to um, make them think they're going to get rich, they're willing to try it. And that's pretty scary to me. So what you do in your space is very needed, very necessary. And I'm so glad that you're being obedient because I'm pretty sure God told you to do it. So we just thank you for your obedience. Thank you. Thank you. And, and, you know, honing in on, I want to say, I believe faith-based powerhouses, right? So I just thank you. And um, yeah, you're probably going to be like one of my new coaches. 
Amazing. You know, one of my clients likened me to Wendy on this show called Billions. And when I first mm. Wendy, I was like, wait a minute, hold up now. <laughs> because Wendy was like um, a masochist, right? Mm. And she said, yeah, of she course, <laughs> she was like, of course, not that aspect. She's talking about the power that Wendy had to shift the minds of these billionaire investors. They were making billion dollar deals on a daily basis. And even though they had that level of influence, that level of decision-making, that every now and then they would need to have mindset shifts in order to make those mega decisions. And so she said, because my my attorney, who's also my client, made $1.6 million in her business last year, but we had to have a few mindset sessions, believe it or not, because even um, those of us who make six, seven, eight figures, sometimes we just need some tweaking in the mindset, um, especially when you're going to greater levels and greater dimensions of wealth or business or influence or responsibilities the challenges become even greater. And so you've got to have that mindset alignment for those new levels that you're accomplishing and achieving in your business, you know, year by year, because we go from glory to glory. I remember reading a statement from a woman, a powerhouse woman, who said that I'm no longer manifesting because I've already reached you know, this certain level. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's unfortunate. Because believe it or not, if I make 10 million, I still have to manifest the next 10 million. I have to manifest 100 million in order to reach that billion dollar status. And so the manifesting is continual. And it's just being able to see what it is you want to see in your business. That's what manifesting is. It's actually seeing you know, what you say you're going to have. And yeah, so I was just about to, I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. for cutting you off. I was just about to say, for those who don't know, explain to us how to, how can they actually manifest, right? Like what should be some task that they should do to manifest their, their future or what they want out of their life, if you don't mind. Primarily, you've got to be able to see in your mind what it is you want to accomplish. If you can see it, then you can manifest it. And a lot of us, if you you ask like a typical woman, just like you, you know, what do you want? Mm -hmm. I have asked that question so many times in my business and you wouldn't believe the fact that a lot of us can't articulate exactly Mm -hmm. what it is we want. And so we're sending mixed messages in the atmosphere, if you will. I remember Mm -hmm. talking to a girlfriend and I was panicking because I resigned from my job in 2017, but I had this $300,000 home. And I'm like, what am I going to do? I've got to start over. I'm going to start a business. I've got this. And I was crying and just going crazy. Like, I'm going to sell it. I'm going to keep it. And she said, hey, what do you want? And it was like, she asked me some scientific question that was just above my head. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, what do you want? And I said, I want to keep this $300,000 home in my portfolio. She said, then keep it. Right. And it was from that moment of decision that my tenants just continued to come and I've never had any issues getting a tenant in there but the question was what do you want and so you can't manifest 
what you want until you know what you want and until you can clearly see that in your mind. And then you have to operate in that, right? So if I want to keep the $300,000 house, how do I manifest this in my portfolio when I haven't even started making business income anymore and I don't have any income, right? It Mm -hmm. was take those steps. I contacted a realtor. I asked how much would it cost for you to manage this property? She said, when you get a tenant, when I get you a tenant in there, then when they pay you, I'm going to take my cut, right? And so it's taking actions toward that thing that you want to manifest. And and manifesting really requires faith. That's the number one mindset. When you're talking about launching, when you're talking about leaping, when you're talking about jumping, when you're talking about keeping a $300,000 house and you don't have income, we're talking about a mindset of faith that surpasses a mustard seed size, right? Exactly. So that's how, those are some steps for manifesting. That's a practical example of how I manifested a um, rental property valued now at probably like $400,000 in nice. my portfolio. Do you nice. hear what I'm telling you? I hear you. I, <laughs> I went to a conference and to hear T.D. Jake speaking and mm-hmm. This was around a time when I was still trying to decide about this home. And when I got there, he says, I'm going to teach you how to use OPM. And I'm like, what? And he's, everybody's like, huh? And he said, (laughs) other people's money. He said he, he had a house. He couldn't afford it. He had to move out. And so he got tenants in it and they paid for that house. He said, I use OPM. And I literally hollered out in that training. And so God will send confirmation. So you'll know that he's with you. It's just a matter of what do you want? I love it. You know what you want. You can, and you can see it in your mind. Then you're going to see it in fruition the same way I'm looking at this house in my portfolio right now. And that was 2017. That's incredible. First of all, I didn't even know TD Jakes had business seminars sound like it was so that's pretty interesting to know but I think with people they're not achieve. of course we know they're not achieving what they want to achieve in life because their mindset is just and literally in a poverty mindset right they lack faith in everything and that's like one of like you said the number one thing you have to have faith you have to know first of all you have to see the vision right and I, I I credit God for everything so when God told gave me the idea to be a real estate developer when I was sleeping on the airbed in <laughs> 2013. I knew it was possible because God gave me the vision, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know how I was getting there, but I knew it, it can happen. So I had the faith that it could happen. Yes. And then even when I was at my lowest moments, I still had faith in myself, right? I still had the faith that God told me I was going to do. I even had dreams about it. like it was, <laughs> And the dreams that he's given me and I do believe they're prophetic dreams. They didn't even manifest yet. They didn't even happen yet. But I already, I already saw what God showed me. And I'm just moving. I'm, I'm actually implementing That's it. plans. I have action plans in place to get me there. That's it. I'm, I'm getting in the rooms where those people that are already implementing, they're already thriving. They can also help me get there. So it's, it's definitely about faith and believing in yourself. I just feel like, I don't know what it is, why people just lack belief in themselves that they can do something. I, I just did a couple of coaching calls, not even real coaching calls, but like strategy calls. And 
everybody's like, well, I don't have the knowledge to get it done. I'm like, all the information we have on the internet. <laughs> like it's free. A lot of it is free. Yes. So what do you mean you don't have the knowledge? Mm-hmm. Like you're not taking a step forth. You're not Im- literally implementing what you're learning and executing. Yeah. Even if it's free. I personally did two free cohorts in the last year, we'll say, and only 10% executed. Right. When it's when it was free. Now I'm charging. <laughs> so let me give you a tip. What what I've been doing a lot of is gracing the people with my presence. I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> um, so different people like you, entrepreneurs, will literally invite me in to do right. the mindset portion before they launch or yep. before they do whatever it is that they're doing so that I can begin to unlock the minds of the people. Because what we're dealing with, especially if we're talking about among African-Americans is we're dealing with a spirit of oppression. Mm-hmm. There are oppressive mindsets that our people especially have to break through or overcome. They form as you know, biblically or spiritually strongholds. We call them technically paradigms. And so we have all of these beliefs that were learned, instilled, you know, that we just begin to manifest in our lives because of some of the oppressive situations that we've been through. Some of these things are generational, passed down, you know, from generation to generation. Some of these things are systematic because of the the country that we're in and all of the warfare, the psychological warfare that we've been through, we're talking about years and years of beliefs that Mm -hmm. contradict who God really created us to be and who we really are as a people. And it's challenging to break through those paradigms without the strategies. And the one thing that I want all of your listeners to get, know and understand is that true mindset transformation does not take place without the word of God and the spirit of God. So you can have all of the business acumen and knowledge in the world. You can take all of the classes and get all of the training, but without the word of God and the spirit of God, there will not be long lasting true transformation. And so that's what you're dealing with. That is why they don't believe they have the knowledge. That is why they don't believe they can do it because they have oppressive mindsets that they have to break through in order to accomplish what God has created for them to do in the earth. Amen. 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 I agree with that. I was even a part of a challenge recently and they were giving out all the game. And this was not a faith-based challenge. So you just had different type of people in there. Mm -hmm. But they was giving you plays on how to make a quarter of a million dollars in like a month, okay? That's how meaty the information was. And one thing I learned was success requires speed, right? It requires execution right away. Not when you feel like it, right away. And... We were tested in that challenge many times, but make a long story short, the reason why a lot of people wasn't really taking in what they were being taught is because like you said, they're dealing with years and years of oppression, right? Being told they're not good enough. You have people literally dealing with deep rooted demons, hate to say it, 
had to drop the D word, but oppression, strongholds. Like you had people dealing with domestic violence, molestation, just being poor all their lives. So they really didn't believe that they could do it. Yes. So again, what the skill and your anointing, I, I heard you speak on Instagram, is <laughs> definitely needed to be poured into others. So we're going to tap into now, like, what does it require? First of all, you're teaching to build, you're coaching to billionaires. What, we got to even start where the thousand years, right? People that, <laughs> people that need to make a thousand dollars, right? But what's the difference truly between being mentally a millionaire and a billionaire? What do you think is the difference between the two? None, really. I okay. think you have to have a, a wealth mindset for both. I think it's just levels. I think it's just numbers, really. Right. And so you would not believe when I got ready to have the first billionaire conference, God, he told me strategically who I needed to pick to speak on the panel. Uh-huh. And these were women who had seven figure movements, million dollar, you know, brands. And so when I started to tell them that I wanted them to speak at this first billionaire conference, it was just a little pushback spiritually, right? Mm-hmm. Not physically. We didn't have any altercations, but I could tell right. a block in the spirit. And so one of the um, activities that I wanted each one of my speakers to do was to create a 10 to 20 second video saying, my name is, and I will be the first billionaire in my family. Uh-huh. And it was like pulling teeth to uh-huh. get this video from these powerhouse women that I was going to have speaking. And God said, they're struggling in their mind with making a statement like, I will be the first billionaire in my family. And he already told me that that was going to be a barrier that he was going to use me to break through, even with the speakers on the platform, Right, that was going to be a first step because he had a calling on their lives to be billionaires. Because I'm like, why do you want these particular people? And why am I struggling to get this video from them? They had no problem saying seven figure CEO all day long. They had no problem saying a million dollar whatever in this particular brand like right Right. but when it was time to create this video saying I will be the first billionaire in my family there were blocks but when they did it and they submitted that video to me they said that their business changed and their Uh life has changed because there really was no difference between 10 million and a billion the only difference was in the mind And so if you develop a wealth mindset, then there are no limits to what God can do through you and for you. And but first you have to be able to break through that, that I am a billionaire, that, that God created me to be a billionaire. And, and once I started you know, with the billionaire movement. I started with all the research, all of the the eight black billionaires now because Rihanna just became a billionaire. I mean, I started seeing the movement manifest. I started seeing women who I didn't even know were watching me had never said billionaire before. They started to change their language. They started to readjust their goals. One of my clients had a goal of 2.5 million this year 
But when I started the movement last year, she upped her goal to 5 million. And now she has a goal this month to make a million in a month. Nice. And so God is like, it's for my, for my people, African American. The movement is specifically for people who are oppressed and who are historically disadvantaged. So I knew that it was for Black people. Why? He gave me this righteous anger when I saw that there were only seven at the time Black billionaires in the United States of America out of 800 billionaires. And so he says, this wealth is for African-Americans too. It's not just for the people that you see with these billions, but it's for your people too. And that is what this movement is all about. For more of us to begin to tap into the wealth that's available to us using kingdom principles. Amen. I'm, I was just about to say, <laughs> and because I'm thinking like, how many of those eight are kingdom? Right, right. <laughs> That's where, I come in. That's where I come in. And so I, I wouldn't say zero because I believe most of them are saved, but I'm just not sure if they are um, sold out like I am to the kingdom of God, willing to die, you know, sacrifice right. like you know, as women and especially single women, there are like lots of things for us to get into, right? You know, we have needs, physical needs, we have emotional needs, mm-hmm. and we can really get caught up into some things that are totally anti-kingdom, right? Right. And so you've got to be willing to die to yourself. It's like, God, I mean, what do you want from me? Yeah. Right. I mean, I've, I've been celibate for seven years, Right. And I mean, just recently, I'm good. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's good. I'm only at like two. I'm at yeah, like two. It's, it's been a battle, though. It's, and I haven't been perfect in the journey. Right. right. But it's like, you know, I just had a wake up call recently when I was about to be dibbling and dabbling into something that, you know, I didn't need to. It was like, mm-hmm. are you willing to die? to yourself. Mm. Let me tell you how I got this revelation. God had me developing curriculum for one of my high-end clients. And she has to watch a four minute, all all of them in this particular package have to watch a four minute movie clip of I Am Legend. Okay. And so Will Smith at the end of of the movie, he's like getting this vial of blood from this infected person because he finally has the cure. So he's getting Uh the vial of blood and he's giving it to this woman who found him, her and her child. They just found him. And he says, I I believe I know what you're here for. He gives her the vial, tells her to hide in this little tunnel. And he literally sacrifices his life because all these infected like zombies Uh are like trying to break in and get to him but he extracts this blood and he gives it to this woman and he hides her but he gives up his life his legacy and his legend to go forth right right so it was in that moment Janae like are you willing to die to yourself your needs your desires not to have an affair not to fornicate not to masturbate right not to do anything mm-hmm. to compromise your <laughs> all legacy all the fun and stuff. your legend right, right. And, and that's that's the moment the epiphany that I, I'm like I, I can't there are people who are dependent on me to stay true 
to the kingdom. And so how many, I don't want to say that the eight aren't saved, but how many of them would be willing to die to what they want to, to make sure that the movement that God is trying to do through them isn't tainted by anything. Is that deep or that's real? That's deep. And people don't realize how important it is for God's people to be wealthy, right? They, they just don't understand it. God wants us to be wealthy so you can give back to his kingdom. Come on. Like people, they don't realize that because that's not their intention. <laughs> their intention is just to get rich. Get rich. For themselves, right. And it's um, a philanthropic, a lot of them. But, right. But it's really for like a tax write-off. I was about to say, it's just up, so you don't pay taxes. To a movement, <laughs> opposed to a movement. Like I want to bring my people with me. Exactly. Yep. It's about us scaling to these billions together. Yep. And just for those who don't know, what and I, I I'm I'm pretty sure this is gonna be the hybrid episode because we're talking about money and we're talking about kingdom. I you know, this is a Bible-based podcast in my eyes. So there's some episodes I'm just talking about kingdom, and then there's some I'm just talking about real estate. So this is gonna be a great merger of people understanding that they go hand in hand, right? So for those who may be just checking the podcast out for the first time and they never heard the word kingdom, explain to people what is kingdom? What is the kingdom of God? I believe that um, the kingdom is like God's government. It's a commonwealth where everybody within this, this kingdom or this government has the right to be wealthy and has the right to all of the benefits within the kingdom. And so if God owns cattle on a thousand hills, because I'm a citizen in his kingdom, his government, Mm -hmm. that means that I have the right to everything that he owns. Because I'm in the kingdom, he gave me dominion in the earth. Amen. Because I have dominion in the earth, that means that all of the resources in the earth, all of the vast resources I was created to subdue those resources. And when I subdue those resources, when I go in and take real estate, right? Mm -hmm. When I go in and buy up land, when I, right? Those things are going to cause me to be wealthy because Mm -hmm. I'm a part of the kingdom. There is a commonwealth. There are rules. There are laws that if we abide by those laws within this kingdom, that we can manifest all of the wealth that is in the kingdom. I hope that was good. A good because people miss that part. The rules, right? The rules. The rules. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are rules. There are laws that we, as abiding citizens in this kingdom, must must abide by. And and yeah. of course, those are outlined in the Word of God. And then the Spirit of God, He speaks to us like right now to tell us what to do, what to buy, when to go in, when to lay low, when to store up, when mm-hmm. to spend. He speaks to us and he continues to give us guidance, right? As as individual citizens in the kingdom of God. So we have power power. in the kingdom. Yeah, we have rights. We have legal rights to wealth in the kingdom. Amen. In the kingdom. In the kingdom. I love it. we We can speak and tell things to line up for us to do what we needed to do. If you've written books, what do you want those books to do for you? 
a mm -hmm. part of the kingdom, you can say, I want these books to reach leaders in all of the school districts, leaders in all of the churches, right? I mm -hmm. want this books to, these books to reach all of the inmates in all of the mail facilities. Like, like you open your mouth and tell the resources in the earth what you want them to do. That's your legal right in the kingdom. Amen. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a reminder. <laughs> like, yep, this is what you want. Okay, these are the people you want to work with. You can absolutely do it. So someone like myself, right? I'm already in execution mode. How would you be like, what would it be like to work with someone like you? So taking a leader, and I would say, I would consider myself by God's grace, a thought leader, a kingdom agent or a change agent, right? My goal is to come here to lead people to home ownership, to encourage people to rebuild their communities throughout the United States and throughout the world, right? Yes. How would you be able to work with me or help me or someone like me? Right, so I wanna let you know that my goal in my business is to unleash legendary leaders, right? And so, Anybody that's attracted to me, anybody that's going to, you know, contact me to say, I want you to be a part of my podcast. Anybody that's following <laughs> me, <laughs> looking at me. my posts, it's because God has created them to be legendary, right? Mm -hmm. And so it just blows my mind. Sometimes I just sit back and I watch the different powerful and amazing women and men that you know I cross paths with and I, and I realized this woman right here is amazing this woman right here is great this woman was created to be legendary and so the goal of my business is to unleash legendary leaders right so one of the first things we would do is God has given me 10 mindsets that every legendary leader must possess in order to dominate in her or his domain Right. right. He's given all of us dominion, but he's given us dominion within a domain. So all of us have a, sp a sphere of influence. Right. Mm -hmm. So you got to know who you are, what you were created to do and where you were created to do it. Do right. you have a national? I know I'm um, your your listeners can't see it, but like, do you have a national mandate? Do you have a mm. national mantle? Were you created to dominate globally? And so those are some of the things that I would assess. I, I need to know, do you have a purpose-driven mindset? When you have a purpose-driven mindset, that means that no matter what you go through, you can lose your child, you can get divorced, uh -huh. you can be homeless, you can be sleeping on a, a blow-up bed. But no matter what, you're going to fulfill your purpose if you have purpose-driven mindset. So that's just one of them. Think about Tyler Perry. When mm -hmm. for seven years, he was trying to get this play off the ground. He was homeless, living in his car. But right mm -hmm. now today, he has um, close to a $2 billion net worth because he had a purpose-driven mindset that no mm -hmm. matter if he was sleeping in a car, if he was homeless, if he was abused and molested, none of that mattered. He was going to birth that purpose. So I would assess your mindsets and like, what level are you thinking on? Right. So you have a purpose-driven mindset. 
but is it an advanced to legendary purpose-driven mindset or is it like a tier one? Are you at the low end of a purpose-driven mindset? And once I assess your mindset, then I will be able to map out our journey together. So God has given me like a curriculum for billionaires like you, but also it's spirit led right? So we can have a session schedule. And I have this amazing curriculum that God has given me. But if you have been stuck and stagnant, and it's been Mm. something that's holding you back, and you've got to take a proposal to a bank with 10 white men, and you're like, I'm struggling. I don't even believe in myself. I don't even know how I can stand before them and present this proposal. Then I know right then I need to stop and drop everything and focus on dominion with you. Do you see what I'm saying? Because you've got to be able to go in there and look those people in the eye because God has territory for you to take. Right. And you can or not to be on your A game in this particular meeting when you present this proposal to these white men. Amen. So, so that's just an example. <laughs> no, it's and you do have. I mean, whew. I had to when when I really started going into the development space. God put me in a room of people that I I literally went to the middle of nowhere. I felt like Dorothy. I went to Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> I hopped on a plane from New Jersey, literally went to Kansas City, Missouri. And I was like, okay, why am I here, God? And that one room, the first room I went into, I felt like I, I thought I was the only black person. But when I went in there, it was a black attorney, you know, a black um, associate. And we were talking about opportunity zones starting and basically starting my own opportunity zone fund. And I was like, well, I didn't even know I wanted that. So, <laughs> but that meeting, they loved me so much. One, I'm knowledgeable. I, I, you know, I was a paralegal. So I do know about law. I actually helped create funds at a firm at one point in my life. So I am knowledgeable about the information, but they love me so much that they introduced me to like the politicians that help build that city, right? So then we have... And one of them is a faith-based politician or a, faith, a man of God. And he just loved me so much. He calls me about everything. He's invited me on deals that I never even thought. I, I didn't even think it was possible, right? Literally, 140 townhouses is one of the next deals that we will be doing. And I'm just like, wow, right? So just taking that, believing in myself, because I could have easily said, no, I'm not getting on a flight to go to Kansas City, Missouri with some white people, because <laughs> that's what literally happened. And uh, not to make it about race, but just being out of my comfort zone, right? I could have easily said, I just, who am I? Like, I don't even have one at the time. I had, I had, I had money. It wasn't like I didn't have money, but for what they wanted me to do and what they had in mind, I didn't have the money to start a fund. No. Right. But I just went and I networked and I believed in myself. I was confident. And then I just built all of these great relationships. And we talking two, three years later, we're now doing deals together. Yes. Things are now flowing in motion. But yes, I had to have that mindset that I want this, right? That I believe in myself. God, like God aligned, divinely aligned those relationships. And you wouldn't even believe where that first relationship came from. The man that introduced me to this business developer, we'll call him was the very first person I ever 
sold a house to. My goodness. My Literally. Goodness. And, the, and I didn't even go looking for that man. He called my phone. But just me executing, right? Taking, I, and when I first started out in the investment space, I started out as a wholesaler. Barely knew anything. But I knew that I didn't want to work at my job. And I knew that that was the key to wealth, right? I knew that was going to help me make money in the business. And I would take people's deals, off-market deals, and I would market it on my Facebook page, literally on my Facebook page, put my number up there. And one day I was working at my paralegal job and my phone rung and it's this guy. He's like, yeah, I heard you're the girl that, that has the properties. I'm like, well, how did you find my number? Mm-hmm. He was like, somebody gave it to me. So this man went from just being some random call. <laughs> so literally in, in, in many ways, mentoring me, partnering with me and introducing me, divinely aligning me to the right people to get me into the right rooms. So you never know (laughs) where your relationships are going to take you. And he's also a man of God too. So you just never know, right? But it's really the belief in yourself because I could have easily said, all right, I don't know anything about real estate. Why am I even posting my number on internet? Why am I even trying? Like, I think people just have that mental block of of defeat when they don't even try. You know, I think one of the most important mindsets, it it really is the dominion mindset. It to me, that mindset can pretty much wipe out a lot of the mindset issues that we have, like limiting beliefs, playing small, avoidance behavior, all of those mindset barriers, insecurities, doubt, self-doubt, all of those things could really be annihilated if you have this dominion mindset, because when you have a dominion mindset, you believe that you can conquer and overcome anything, right? right? You believe that you can go into an industry and reestablish order. You know how you talked about in the mindset industry, especially that there are all of these, you know, tarot cards reading, and we're talking about, we got beads that you're supposed to be able to touch and wear, and those beads- they have these powers. It's so many different things, but I'm, I'm bold enough to, to come out with biblical mindset coaching in an industry that's saturated with all of that other stuff, mind reading and all this craziness, right? But here I am believing that I can reestablish order in this. If, if I just set up camp, right? Mm-hmm. Unleash the leader corporation, the biblical right. mindset coach, the biblical leadership development coach that is going to change the entire game. That's a dominion mindset. Somebody else mm-hmm. might be looking like, what, you're a small fish. Like, I, what you? Th- what are you thinking about? But in my mind, I'm changing the game. You are. So you have to know who you are and what you were placed in this earth to do. And then you got to know you can conquer anything, any obstacle, any issue, that anything that happened in your childhood, anything that happened to you, you can overcome it with the dominion mindset. So that's what you had when you got on that plane. You were like, it's something here for me. I don't know what it is, but I'm going. Exactly. I didn't know what I got there. (laughs) That's how we got to be about everything that belongs to us in this season. We got to be like, I'm, I'm getting everything that belongs to me in this season and I'm going to take it by force. You're not running over another person because he didn't call us to, to, you know, to run over or enslave another human, but Mm -hmm. it's about all the resources that are available to me. 
it's no way you should offer anything for free and people mm. show up like they like they need to right mm-hmm. you gotta say everything that's accessible to me that's available to me and even things don't that don't look like they're available to me I'm taking it right my season I'm taking it amen amen so I mean I do try to offer some things and we you know that's just a part of nurture the audience, right? So we try to give free trainings on live. This is why the podcast is here. This is educational right here. Absolutely. Okay, you got Dr. Janae Walker telling you how to think like a billionaire <laughs> and how you need to change your mindset. You have me on here pouring in as best as possible, but people really need to, um, not only this podcast, there's tons of free podcasts out there. Use the information and implicate start somewhere get started like if I started with bad credit didn't even have a car to get to that first property had to hop in a lift but I got started like I knew what was in what was mine and what I could achieve and I got started period so I just we I hear and I'm glad I'm doing these strategy sessions I could just hear the voice of the people and then I could just pour back into them say no I started with nothing that's not an excuse (laughs) I don't hear it because I started with nothing so I love to hear people's stories that maybe they did start with something, but with me, I appreciate my journey even more because I've gotten fired from many jobs, right? I've had, I've had bad breakups. I, you know, even though I had a baby out of way a lot, I had to rebuild myself. Even in my newest relationship breakup, I'm now an unmarried wife, we'll say, but I called off an engagement. This person was, he was, of course, in a fiance, but he was also a business partner. So now I have to like, you know, figure out, do I work with this person? Even though we both were in our own rightful places before getting together, but still, it's still about rebuilding yourself. Life is not going to be all about rainbows and suns and stars. Sometimes you're going to have some dark moments, but do you want more for your life? Period. Absolutely. And what got on your, literally with the peace of God and God on your side. You can literally do anything you need to, you want to do as long as it's in God's will, <laughs> but it's, it's the truth. And, and, and I, I view God's will a little bit differently. It's probably a little unorthodox because when, when you think about Joshua chapter one, he told him, he said, these are my only stipulations. He said, meditate on the word day and night and be careful to do everything that's in the word. Mm. And then anything that you do will prosper. And so I'm, I'm just not going to be limited by what I think in my mind might be a will because mm. the word of God is his will. The word of God is his will. It's like anything you set your hands to do shall prosper, Janae. Amen. I needed that word today. <laughs> I learned that when I would say it was his will, it was almost like an excuse for me not to do something out of fear. That is another problem that believers have. Yes. Okay, yes. I'll let you finish. Sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. No, no. It's like, so, it's so super spiritual sometimes. Mm-hmm. And God is like, I'm not that compliment, complicated, Janae. What do you want? You want to keep the house? Keep the house. But the, but the Janae would be like, if it's your will for me to have it, no, baby, do you want it? Mm-hmm. I do. Then keep it. And it's mine. I kept it. But we complicate things. And, and what I've noticed is a lot of us in the body of Yeshua is that we make excuses about something being a will or not a will. 
Like, because mm-hmm. Tyler Perry literally could have said, the plays are not in his will for me because it's been seven years and I'm just in the hole, right? So it must mm. be in his will for me. No, this is my dream. And Ooh. I'm going to see it through until I manifest it. I will not quit. He put this desire on the inside of me and I cannot stop until I see it through. Amen. See, I, that's a whole word. <laughs> Itself. especially and I, I love that you brought up Tyler Perry seven years that's a long time a long time seven whole years to, to, to not to yield fail. any results to fail that's what he thought he's oh, like Jesus. his mama said you need to get a job mm. because this ain't working for you and then when he burst into tears she she realized how harsh it was that what she said to her child but he still didn't give up. His own mama didn't believe in his dream. Mm. He didn't give up. But but listen, the way out for the kingdom is to say, if it's his will, if it's not his will. So how do we know? What should we be doing? Yeah. I'm going to act like I'm, I'm, I don't know. What should I do? <laughs> in the presence of God. Do what he said to Joshua. Meditate on the word day and night. And the Holy Spirit is literally leading us and guiding us, but we got to have a relationship. God just told me yesterday, you need to fast because you're being fast. First of all, you're being fast. So you need a fast because you need to get it together. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, oh my gosh, just be still and be quiet and get in his presence. How about say, what do you want me to do today? my schedule for you before if- i got on this podcast i was like god what am i doing <laughs> what am i even gonna ask janae what am i gonna ask her? but no that's so important like i have that at least once a day i'm asking god like what am i doing what's next and you know he'll give me ideas like it'll just within like 10 minutes i'll i mean i'll start to get some godly ideas some downloads everybody they're not going to be there now what helped me and i'm sure janae can also tell you i had to surrender to god and it wasn't by will it was by force and and i'm not ashamed to say it like i was forced into (laughs) i don't want to say forced into a relationship with god but i was i had to god got me at my weakest moment i do believe the enemy was behind it but god turned it around for his good of course and I had to surrender to God, okay? I had to build a relationship with him. And I didn't know, and now that I look back, I'm like, was I really a Christian? Because I don't even know if I was. I'm just going to be transparent, right? I always believed in Jesus. I was, a, be- I was um, a believer, but I wasn't really a follower, we'll say, of Christ. And, and this is what birthed the podcast, actually. And I'm not going to get into all this. We'll talk off the air. But <laughs> make a long story short, I had to get into the presence of God. I had to communicate with God. I had to pray. I had to develop a prayer relationship. Not no two-minute prayer. Not even, it used to be like 20-second prayer, right? But really opening the Bible, reading the word of God. And that's when I found out, right? God is speaking to me through his word. Yes. yes. Okay, now, I didn't start with the King James Bible because right. I, I didn't understand it. But I had to find one that worked for me, right? 
And then I developed a thirst for God. Now I can go back to the King James Bible and say, okay, this is what you want to, you were saying before. Now I have a better idea of what you were saying. And literally praying for a thirst, like praying for impartation, you know, all the stuff that you need <laughs> to develop that relationship. All jokes aside, like I literally had to pray for it. Like, God, may I have a thirst for your word. Mm, may I, like, may I be in your presence? Like, you know, I didn't ask for prophetic dreams. And I just found out they were prophetic recently, but I didn't ask for it. God would just give them to me. Even when I was out here sinning, okay? Busting it wide, throwing it low, whatever the saying is. <laughs> he was still giving it to me. He was still protecting me in many ways. I didn't know I had a calling on my life, not even for real estate, just talking about in my relationship with God, but I'm learning it now, right? But he had to take me through that fire. Come on. He took me through the fire. The night I actually had a real estate development final at NYU, the enemy tried to take me down. I was in jail that night, actually, like literally. And some people might know my story if you watch me on live, but this podcast was birthed on my trials and tribulations, my journey to literally seeking God's face while trying to become a real estate developer. I spent the night in jail for nothing something I didn't even do but I needed those things to happen because if those like if those things didn't happen I wouldn't even be the person I am today so good sleeping on that airbed yes accounts on negative bad credit score uh cars about to be repoed I needed those things to happen to be where I am today and I don't even know how we got there but seeking a relationship with God was the point that we was making here Right. And the word, the importance of it. Yes. You started out saying that your thirst and hunger for God. Yes. Yes. So many of us, we see the Bible as some antiquated, ancient, mystical thing that's just totally unrelated to life right now. And so I just want to encourage and challenge your listeners to get into that word, right? Like yes. we, we will download and listen to any and everything else. But there is a Bible app that I just want to challenge you to just put on your phone, right? And just listen to the NIV. Just listen to it. Don't even try to look at it yet, but just start right. incorporating in your day. I like to do chapter studies, right? So James chapter one, right? I might not read the entire book of James, but right. I, I want to know, will God help me to be wise, right? Because you're like, how do I know if it's God's will? How do I know if God is speaking, right? James chapter one teaches you about wisdom. And James says that God gives wisdom liberally to anybody who asks for it. But if some of us out here trying to do this business thing, and we like, we buying up all the coaching things and all the things, and we still don't know how to execute. There is a uh -uh. wisdom that only comes from God. And yeah. so James chapter one says, he'll give you wisdom liberally. You'll be so wise. You'll be making business decisions and real estate decisions that you can't even figure out how you know what you're doing. But the wisdom came from him because you asked him for it. But some of us don't even know we have access to that because we're not in the word, yeah. right? James chapter four might teach us about not being friends with the world. Like being friends with the world causes enmity between you and God. God is jealous. 
And so we're trying to do all the things like the world is doing it and it's not working out for us. And we're trying to figure out, well, how is it that she can get away with showing her boobs all on her real estate page, Mm. but it's not working for me. I'm not blowing up showing my boobs. It's because you are in the kingdom and you can't be friends with the world. So you can't do it like they do it. Do you hear what I'm telling you? But you won't know that if you don't get in the word. The word is life. It is. Do you hear what I'm telling you? The word yes. is life. First Peter chapter five. That's another how to be a leader. That 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 all of those followers who come to your page, all of these followers who are listening to your podcast, these are your flock. Mm. And so God tells you you can't lord over them. But you got to lead them because you want to lead them. Not right. like, oh, I got to get on this podcast and get them another message today. No, he says, no, this is how you lead. Humble yourself. Amen. To each other, right? Don't thank you all of that when you're doing your podcast. He teaches us everything we need to know how to become billionaires in the word of God. Amen. And that's why these new age books and... Come on. They, they're they literally taking the word of God and perverting it, using it to for their own gain or their own twist on it. But it all originated from the Bible. So get into the word for yourself. Get to know God for yourself. Even if your mother, your grandmother have a relationship with God that has nothing to do with you, get to know God yourself before it's too late. <laughs> no, I don't want to say that. But no, it's never too late. Just, just start. And hopefully my platform, your platform, right? are ways they can get to know God better. I try to post, I probably post more about God than real estate. I got to find a balance to be honest. I just love talking. I just love God. Like I love him. This, this talk about him a lot. <laughs> your balance right here on this podcast. Right. You can, yep. there's no limit. You can take this thing in whatever direction God leads you to. And so, mm-hmm. so real estate to me, is the best example of dominion it's almost mm-hmm. like whoever like if i'm not sure if you've ever done a, a, a study but like what's the origin of the business of real estate right like mm-hmm. if you research like when is the first person who's the first person that sold a home to me it's like that person had a dominion mindset it's like right. anybody that went into the real estate field they are so aligned with what God said in Genesis chapter one, verses 28, 26 through 28, to right. have dominion in the earth. So, so your whole business is built on dominion. Yes. Anytime you're teaching people to buy property, to buy land, like I'm not sure if you've ever read the land report, but there's mm-hmm. a land report, there's like the 100 top landowners in the earth, right, in, in the mm-hmm. United States. How many of those people are African-American? Those people have a dominion mindset. Right. Everything that you teach in real estate is aligned to dominion. So you're already doing it, whether you thought you were or not. Right. Already. So you could just tweak it a little bit and let them know that this is a mandate. It's really not optional. Right. Right. dominion there is a dominion mandate in the earth you're supposed to buy property right and the more of us in the kingdom who have ownership the more we can advance the kingdom of god amen because you're that's the part people missing that's it 
Yeah, they're missing that one part. They don't they don't get it. <laughs> but this is why you people like you and I have to, I don't want to say beat it over the head, but we have to talk about it. Right. We have to talk about it. Because again, people are law of attraction, attracting money, all that good stuff, but they're not talking about how they're gonna what they're gonna do with that money to actually impact lives, right? It's all about income for them, but what about the impact? How is it going to really change someone's life? And how are we going to give back, right, to our communities? Even if it's just simply helping somebody buy a house, whatever it is, or simply just telling them you can get free money from your municipality, whatever it may be. How are we actually impacting lives? But this was, like, girl, we could talk here all day. I love you. I don't even know you yet, but it, it was certainly a pleasure. We have to do this again. I have to do a strategy session with you. So we can map, map out what I have going on and where I'm going. But everybody, 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 make sure you go follow Dr. Janae Walker on Instagram. Yes. She goes live, I think like once or twice a month or all, pretty often. I caught you one night and I was like, okay. Yes. I was like, I need to sow a seed somewhere. <laughs> it was very rich, okay? <laughs> sewn in clubhouse last week and i'm just like lord week before last i'm like lord this is amazing God yeah so i didn't even know you were on clubhouse okay i have to yeah, I, um, I, yeah, same thing we're doing right now somebody um asked me to come and speak on their show okay um, clubhouse and they were sowing seeds my cash app was going off i'm like this is amazing like god you are wow. so good never in a million years right because you know right. you just typically think of like pastors right and so i'm apostolic and prophetic i'm just a vessel god i don't have to have a title but i know who i am just Amen. and so when you open your mouth wealth is going to be attracted to you the law of attraction came from the word as a as a man thinks in his heart so is he and so if right. i think it i can become it if i think it i can attract it if i think it i can manifest it amen amen yes <laughs> beautiful picture by the way thank you beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful all right so everybody we're gonna put dr janae walker's info let them know your website and how to how they can actually keep in contact with you yes please go to www.janaewalker.com j-e-n-e walker.com and that is my website but catch me on Instagram. That's my hangout place. Thank you all so much for listening in today. And I hope you all were blessed by this today. Awesome. Bye, everyone.